0: Welcome back to the Village A Podcast. This is lap five. We're going to talk about Miami this week. Um, This podcast is sponsored by Impact Tees. At Impact Tees, they strive to create an affordable golf training aid for any golfer of any skill level. Uh, It's a patent-pending product. It gives you instant feedback. If If you swing right, the tee stays in place. These guys are awesome. They're here to help us out for the whole season. So this episode is sponsored by Impact Tees. And we're going to get rolling right into qualifying.
1: Yeah, you like uh, it when we power through that fucking ad, guys. Yeah, so we're just
0: we're just it. so we we decided we're gonna just knock the ad out right away for you guys. So we're we have a feeling we're gonna keep rolling on this episode. and We don't want to have a a
1: mild stop
0: at any point. So we're just gonna get right into it now. Uh, qualifying was one of the better ones this season, I think. Uh, at least the finish was. Um, in Q three, so qualifying was lit. All
1: three. So qualifying was, was
0: awesome.
1: lit. Um, oh, did it pick that up? My computer doing. I actually don't
0: know. That's the first time we've ever had a sound, so the the guests will have to, or the listeners will have to let us know if it caught that or not. It almost sounded like a soundboard, like. Hey, dude, I wish we had about... sound. Effect. I wish we had those sound effects.
1: We need to get. We need to get a soundboard going.
0: Definitely, um, but qualifying I was pretty standard for the first two sessions. Um, we had, we didn't have any incidents in the first two sessions. Our standard McLaren failure. Uh, they were out in what Q three. Yeah. No yeah, Q one both out yeah i'm in q1 both out in q1 uh um, for the
1: first time since brazil yeah that's 2009 yeah no so 2019
0: i think yeah not, not 2009 <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> long time from, for McLaren to not fuck up <laughs> but i mean that's still four years so both out in q in q1 so that's tough um not much else different except for q2 we had one big surprise. Who was
1: it, Nick? Well, the Mercedes uh, slurped a fat cock, man. <laughs> it's one way to put it. Who was it, though? Was it? Say it. Say your boy's <laughs> name. Uh, the GOAT. I know, it was the GOAT. Unfortunately, uh, Lewis, Hamilton. Just, Lewis just Hamilton. no confidence in the setup. The 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 front right had crazy deg. um, And they just couldn't... I don't know if they were having issues keeping heat in the front tires or what, but... It had just... The car just did not have the pace. Um, it's actually picked up race pace a little better. That's true. We're during the race. Um, Talk about that. He the one had lap qualifying pace, it, just, it wasn't good on quality fuel. I don't was, know. Yeah, it was a poor. I problem. can't. I can't keep making excuses for this boys. They need to figure that car out uh, seriously. And I mean, Russell didn't
0: even have that much better. He made it into Q three, but I think he was the last one into Q three. I think he was tenth going into Q three. Yeah, so. he
1: was uh, behind Max.
0: Yeah, and so. I think Lewis. I think Lewis ended what P thirteen. So he wasn't even close. He was a second off. Um, But going into Q three, that's when it kind of got exciting, dude. Max decided. I don't know why they waited so long to take a hot lap, Um, but people were setting really good times. The track was getting. I think it was because the track was getting better and better and better throughout. I think. I
1: think what they were. I think because they had to kind of scramble to put a time in to get into Q three. Yeah. Um. They didn't have another set of new softs. So I think they were like, if we don't go out and set a time, then we'll be back on this, the same tire pace as everybody else. Yep. And they're confident, you know, like, oh, we'll get out there and set a time. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And I think the track was getting better every single lap. Like every single lap that got put in, no matter who it was, which was exciting. That's where we we're talking. Like every single yes. lap, K-Mag got it into P4. Like George Russell, he was up there at P1 at some point, And then he got knocked. Like every single lap it progressively got faster and faster the track. So I think regular was a strategy decision. And with their tire dag decision, there just like, if we just go out on the last three minutes, we'll be fine. We'll set the fastest lap of the track and we'll be P one. And it was, they were on that pace too. Max was on a ripper of a lap. He said purple sectors, both one and two, I think. And our pole sitter. So he got provisional pole. Charles Leclerc got provisional pole. And Everyone's on a hot lap with, what, a minute and a half? Minute 32 or something left? Just yeah. enough time. And he, he spins right when they're watching him, too. This is, this was, yeah, no, I was going to
1: say, it was the this probably, probably your the favorite part greatest, of the qualifying session. The greatest broadcasting moment is they had that beautiful cinematic shot of him coming around. Was it 13, 14? Yeah, 13, you know, 14, decaying, 15, That kind 15. of technical yeah. section. Yeah, And as, as Martin Brundle says, wow, what a beautiful shot. He spins Doesn't that look amazing? <laughs> he spins. It, it just snaps hard, one hundred and eighty <laughs> degrees. White smoke. <laughs> it's like, the oh, wall. No, we the Ferrari.
0: <laughs> it was Leclerc gets was out. Almost comedic timing, bro. <laughs> so that was fantastic. So Charles spins it with a minute, twenty minute, thirty something like that left, and into the wall. Yeah, into the wall, and instantly everyone's like. <laughs> Is that it? I've Is never it? seen
1: a Formula One driver get out of the car so fast,
0: dude. Yeah, he was out. He was pissed, dude. That's why. I mean, I don't know if he. If they told him to get out real fast so they could red flag the race instantly, and maybe they thought they'd have enough time to get back out. I don't know if they told him that, but or if he thought it was going to catch fire. That could have been. That very true. Like so, yeah. He got out. He got out of thing fast, and he was pissed. I was expecting a fantastic radio call from Leclerc as usual, screaming into the wall, but no. It was. It was calm. He's almost expecting his Ferrari to suck now, which is <laughs> which is <laughs> which means he's growing as a driver. So
1: he well, got out he, he was he, pissed, the, so he
0: threw the steering uh, wheel or something. He was pissed. Um yeah, but that yeah. put Max in ninth, bro. No time set. He didn't he was on his hot lap when that happened. And no time set for Max. So he was relegated to P nine. Are you gonna put a tinfoil hat on? Do I need to for this one? <laughs> Usually I mean you do. For my for my quote last week that they're letting Max lose so they can give Checo an opportunity. I think I think they're actually going to let him fight. I think I mean this wasn't this wasn't anything Red Bull did. I think for this was just a classic Ferrari fuck up that we need to add to the 2023 list. Um
1: but you don't think Ferrari told him to go out there and set you get on a provisional pole and go out there and park it? that could be true. I mean, I didn't, I mean, it that. didn't look like a deliberate, like when, um, no. God,
0: who was it? <laughs> what? Jeco?
1: Yeah. At Marin- it was not at Marinello. It was at a uh, Rascals. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and then that same year, Leclerc did the same thing. The corner before broke the tie
0: rod. I mean, Leclerc, he is known for going 110% in qualifying. Like he can set, he can set a fast quality lap. Um, but, I mean, he was already on provisional poll. He wasn't. He oh, wasn't are, you, are you talking sectors.
1: about
0: Chuck LeClaire? Chuck LeClaire, yeah, yeah. Chuck <laughs> Leclerc, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody knows Chuck. So, that's <laughs> what yeah, honestly, we're going to refer to Charles for the rest of the episode as Chuck. Just out of spite of the <laughs> Miami broadcast. Um. So, Chuck parked it uh, with a minute left. Red flag this session. No time left. And the session was ended. Max 9th. Which makes for a great race, honestly. Uh, It makes for at least an exciting race. We have something to look forward to. What did I say?
1: What did I fuck? And we'll get to betting later. But I told you, as soon as that, almost as soon as that Ferrari hit the wall, I said, lock it in.
0: Lock it in. Bet on Max Verstappen. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Max Verstappen was plus 160, plus money for Max Verstappen at any point in the season. The Village A podcast, you can stamp your approval. Fucking take it every single time. If Max isn't the plus money, that's value. That's what I that is what I call value. So
1: I took it. I don't care I, if he's starting the race from his fucking hotel room. <laughs> yeah,
0: <if> they make <laughs> like him run down, take the, elevator down <laughs> take the elevator down, run across the lobby, hop in the car next to the Qatar Airways, fucking <laughs> dude, and he will dominate. If he's plus money, take the kid. So I'll just say it. I took him, took plus money. I put a lot of money. I put two units on Max. And I ended up winning $600. So that's a big hit for Max Verstappen. Um, So that, I mean, that gives away the race. Everybody already knew. If you're you're listening to this podcast, you already (laughs) knew what happened in the race. You just wanted our recap. So Max ended up winning. But we're not the worst
1: sports bettors of 2023. Thanks, Max.
0: Dude, yeah, no longer. I think I'm not going to check. I don't want to check. I'm a little scared still. I don't want to check my plus minus on the year because I still think I'm negative from all my other catastrophe bets on other sports throughout the year. But that helps a lot. That was a big one. And then I also i we'll talk about towards the end of the day. I had a pretty solid weekend. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Your boy made some money. Um, But it made for an exciting race, dude. Um, There was different strategies going on throughout the whole race. We'll talk about Max's strategy. Yeah, two uh, very
1: different strategies. Very I different.
0: And I can't tell who was on the number one strategy, Max or Checo. It was weird. They were both the
1: number one strategy. And, and that was what was cool about the strategies is – is I don't know. I was able to get the fucking Sky Sports broadcast. Thank God. Uh, after but, you watched, you had to rewatch it though. I had to rewatch it, but I always rewatch it for the pod. So you know this. Yeah. Yeah, we, so yeah, you guys yeah. know I watched the race twice. Yeah, we do though. homework.
0: We do homework for you guys. We're not just yeah. fucking lollygagging around here. We're not just drinking coladas <laughs> and talking. We're doing
1: homework. Yeah. So uh, they had Christian Horner on the pit wall. And I don't think yeah. the US one did. No, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear any of this. So talk. So. They are like, all right, Christian. Just tell us who's on the number one strategy. What are you expecting? Um, and they say right now by our data, it's going to be plus or minus three laps where you know they're right. going to come together, mm-hmm. and we have every intention of letting them fight. I mean,
0: they were pretty fucking close on their data. I mean, there were seven. There were seven laps to go is when they hit, and they let them fight. And this, this was them. this
1: was at like lap thirty-one. That's crazy. So he's like, yeah, it's going to be a fight to the end, and they're going to cra- come he, out. At,
0: at that point in the race at lap 31, I was screaming at the TV, like, why don't you fucking pit Max? He had the gap. He had the 20-second gap to that pit lane needed, and they just let him go out on the hards. They said the further you go on the hards, the better, and I was confused at the time. I was like, I don't really get this. If they pit him now.
1: Because they didn't trust the mediums.
0: Yes, exactly. That's what it ended up being, because I was like, they have like he would still have a six or seven-lap tire advantage on Checo. He would end. They would pit him, and he would be in front or like right at. But they just let him go, and I was confused. Like there's freaking ten laps left before. It did. I, think he, I think he pit, him it, in lap what forty five out of fifty seven. So there's twelve. It worked. It worked, it, it it worked, worked out
1: beautifully for Max because he got put into that perfect window for the mediums where they worked really well. Yeah, he was you just, saw yeah. when he got up to Checo, he just
0: dude he flew by him. The, the, and i the was, tire was working for it dude him. i was concerned i would at lap 40ish when before, right before he pit i was like dude uh, i don't know if he's going to have enough time because he was going to get slotted in like 3 seconds behind checo he ended up being like 1 5 behind checo
1: dude, as soon as i saw him come out of the first two corners yeah the
0: first corner i was like he's done he's
1: dead he's I dead was bird.
0: like there's no way checo
1: can hold yeah, him like, up for seven i was like laps. checo's uh, on
0: he was on 20 old 20 lap old tires at that point too i was like he's a dead person but before that, I was like, "Dude, lap." I was like, "I don't know if he's gonna have enough time to to catch him." And as soon as, as yeah, you're right. As soon as he went around the first corner, I was like, "And there we go." But I mean, it took two laps. He passed him on lap forty-eight, two or three laps. So it seven laps to go, and we had the pass for the lead. That's that's an exciting race for 2023 right now. Um, there was also a ton of good battles going on. Haas making. A ton for of good our, battles. Haas, I also want
1: to. Well, shout out. out everybody! I want to shout out everybody saying it was a very clean race. Yeah, dude, no red flags, no
0: safety cars, no VSCs, nothing.
1: Nobody even went off there track. There was there was a little bit of contact between uh, was it Nick DeBries and uh, Norris? Right at the start, yeah, the very
0: first corner, they tapped, but they didn't. I didn't think they go off track. Um, Norris did. Norris
1: got pushed off the track and then came back on, okay,
0: um had I mean, to I mean,
1: had to I mean, that kind of run his race, not that they were expecting much, but not that
0: they're expecting much.
1: What do you he finished P-19? p nineteen yeah, p- like I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I listened to his his post race interview, yeah, during the uh, after race party. and he's like, yeah, guys, um, we weren't really expecting much, but uh we weren't really expecting this little, yeah, that's bad. that's <laughs> tough. I'd stop to hear from Lando. Where did he finish? Uh, let's take a look. Let's
0: let's give the let's give the fans some facts real quick.
1: Yeah, facts. This is a facts show.
0: Facts. F A X. Facts. <laughs> um. So Lando finished. Let me scroll real quick. He fi- oh, not too bad. All right, he finished seventeenth. Um, Piastri finished nineteenth. Uh, still not, not a good, not oh, a good. Oh, can we
1: talk about Logan Sargent, bro?
0: Florida man, bad Florida race.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was oh. like, it was like he, he had some, I think he was the one who had contact with Lando actually. It might've been,
0: uh, I mean, it might've been, <laughs> they,
1: but they, uh, someone did, one of the new guys did. No, I think they it was actually pitted. a breeze because he pitted
0: like on lap two for a new wing. You're right. It was well, so good. Sargent. Yeah, fuck. You're right. It could have been either one of them.
1: So they swapped <laughs> his wing, and then I don't know what Logan did, but I think he set the cruise control at about 65 and just was like, you know what?
0: I mean, it's probably 75 because that's the Florida speed limit. But
1: <laughs> it was like we didn't hear from him again. He didn't Dude, make It, it was his tough.
0: To... It was tough. Like, yeah, we didn't even hear from him. His home race, um, all for P20. Uh, all the hype for P20. Tough.
1: And he was the one, he was one of two drivers that were left.
0: That's not good either.
1: That's not good either. You know who the other one was?
0: Um I'm gonna say Piastri probably, because he's P19. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's not a good look for McLaren either. No. You know, some some tracks you know you're expecting to have multiple lap runners, but this is a longer track. Yeah. Um, so that's
0: tough. Um Red Bull, another one too. Fernando scores another 15 points. That's yes, all five races he scored 15 points.
1: Dude, that's crazy. Can we start calling Fernando like top G?
0: Stoots. Hey, dude, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Red Bulls to have a couple failures because like last year, they're going to have a couple DNFs, and that's when Fernando just scores another 15 and takes the lead on someone. I mean, he's pretty far behind now, but we need a couple DNFs. Dude, Fernando's going to win. Uh, I don't
1: want to say that on the bottom. I don't want to jinx it.
0: What is Fernando going to win? I think he's going to win a race this year. Oh, I think you will, too. Do oh, yeah, we don't know, I Those Red
1: Bulls are going to come together eventually.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> there, There's no way they're going to stay this this uh, <laughs> season, especially if they stay this close. Like, if, if Checo wins a couple more races and stays within striking distance, they're going to come together. I mean, every, every year that happens with rival teammates if they're in for a championship hunt.
1: Especially when you're dealing with a guy like Max. Checks out. That checks out for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Like there's no way he's not going to wad that car up one time, going on a little bit of a center bender.
0: Yeah, he's going. Yeah, we already almost saw it with George Russell in qualifying or in last last weekend. So, um, what else we got here? So that was pretty much it for the race. Um, we want to talk we about your, to talk about. To we talk want to about. talk about the US broadcast a little bit. Yeah, you
1: know, you
0: know how pathetic it was. I mean, you already you already said that you watched the Sky Sports broadcast in uh, on repeat, so you could get so you could prepare better for this for this podcast. But I have prepared solely off the U.S. broadcast, so I I feel like I don't have much to offer in terms of facts because they didn't give a shit on the U.S. broadcast. All they showed us were influencers and fucking celebrities that couldn't care less about Formula One. they were just pretending, and it was borderline embarrassing, dude. Nobody, not a single person, they showed. Gave an interest in Formula One. They were just there for the party, which is annoying. I think
1: Roger Federer does. Maybe.
0: Fed might have, but they also—I don't know if you noticed on the U.S. broadcast—they showed Roger Federer on the on the track while wearing a marshal's uniform. They blast him on the screen, and all underneath, Roger Federer, and it was clearly not Roger Federer for the first couple seconds. I was like, I was like, did he? Did, I was like, does he love Formula One that much that he volunteered as a marshal? And I'm looking close. I'm like, that's a 17 year old. They're like it's not Roger Federer and they switch back <laughs> and then Martin Brundle he's all he's all flustered he's like oh, we're going to have to see if we can find Roger because that was clearly not him <laughs> but that that is probably the only person but at stands to the at stands to the point he's not an american he is the furthest thing from american he probably cares about further one whereas all these athletes could not care less bro it was so annoying Stephon I think, Diggs?
1: Dude, does he care about far-
0: no <laughs> fucking chance i think dude, if you're a fucking influencer you got invited you have you should have to name five drivers before you're let into the race and none of them would get let in i promise you <laughs> who is that? That? that and they that's coming a from a, full a fire suit dude and that is coming from a a a diehard fan that just can't afford to go to the races so that's out of a little bit of pity or out of a little bit of spite i'm saying these words oh yeah fuck sure. yourself <laughs> i mean come on send your boy bill j podcast send your boys some tickets We're not going to be the influencers. We're going to be getting the hard facts. We're going to be trying to interview drivers. Come on. Get us out there. Yeah. Let us go on the grid instead of fucking. uh... I'm shouting out all the all 20 uh, or all 10 Formula One teams that invited all these fucking dumb formula or dumb influencers that have nothing to do with racing. Invite the racing content creators.
1: Invite us. What are we doing here?
0: Are we not going to provide better entertainment than fucking (laughs) Ariana Grande? What are we
1: doing here? Who was it last year that like didn't want to talk? Fucking uh... was Patrick, that Cardi G? Mahomes. It was Patrick Mahomes that Martin Bernal thought
0: it was, but he just wasn't Patrick Mahomes. That's also another thing.
1: Martin Bernal <laughs> has no idea anything about these
0: people. He walks up to like Venus Venus Williams. He's like, Venus, Venus. And it's Serena Williams. He's like, Venus, Venus, can we talk? And she's clearly not Venus Williams. And she just walks right by him. Not a care in the world. And he tries to get Roger Federer at the beginning of the race. And Jackie Stewart has to crawl under the ropes. And like get talked to by security, and they're and Martin Brunel's on the TV. He's like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna arrest Jackie Stewart. They're not gonna do that. It's Sir Jackie. There's, there's no way. And he's getting pushed away by security. And little, little Jackie's like waving to Roger Federer. Roger, can we get you on Sky Sports? And they get Roger Federer with guess what? Two seconds left. And Martin Brunel goes Roger Federer. Boom. Cut right to some another segment. So the broadcast was just bad. I mean,
1: come on. That was bad. The, it was, like, so overdone. And I, I know Vegas is going to That's be the word. Worse. Though, the word is cringy. Yeah. Fucking Vegas is going to be worse. I, I hope you guys know that. Oh, my God. You're so right. It's going to be so wow. bad. Dude,
0: I saw my favorite meme
1: of the weekend
0: was Bart Simpson and Homer Simpson. And from the Simpsons movie is like, I'm the cringiest Formula One race. And Homer's, like, looking at his little kids, like, the cringiest Formula One race so far. <laughs> and, like, he's just trying to like bring his spirits up, but not really by digging him down. It's like this is gonna just be so much worse, dude. If you think Miami is a spectacle, if you're not from the United States and you think Miami is the it town, wait till you see Las Vegas, the <laughs> town that quite literally never sleeps. This is gonna be a night race. So all the people like fucking Johnny Manziel that refuse to get up at six a.m. are gonna be there. All the fucking it's gonna be it's gonna be chaos, bro.
1: I, I want people to realize too, and you know, this is not knocking you if you're from those places, but out, out of all three of the U.S. races, Austin's a genuinely good town. I feel like that they, but feel Vegas like they care. And Miami are bullshit cities. <laughs> yeah, I feel like
0: at least at Coda, they actually care about racing because it's, it is, Coda is a racing town. Like they don't yeah. just, hold, they just, they don't just host. The Formula One race at Coda. Every single day, there's fucking there's a cup race. There's yeah, we got race. super bikes, a fucking a Miata race, cup. dude. There's yeah, Mi- there's Miata races there on the weekends. You can, there's track days every single weekend at Coda. Whereas Miami, it's fucking it's they just built it around the stadium. It's never going to be used for anything else besides the Formula One race. Same thing in Vegas It's a street circuit, the strip, the literally the Las Vegas strip is part of the track, so that's never going to be used again. It's so Coda is definitely more of a Formula or not Formula. It's a motorsport area like.
1: Well, what, if you took the, what if you took the 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 Miami Grand Prix and put it at like Daytona Beach or see, uh,
0: that's 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 what I'm talking about Nick that's a, now that's a take that we need to clip and put on the fucking internet for the FIA to see
1: or Talladega bro dude that's any dude Florida's got a ton
0: Bradenton dude any any fucking little town in Florida has a circle track <laughs> like Miami is a city of concrete. There's no, there's nothing. And then every like six feet, there's a palm tree. There's no fucking like, it's yeah, it's not a racing. Community. I think
1: Talladega
0: would be the dude, shit. Caldea would be dude. so
1: gangster. because it's so big. Talladega it's Night such Beach. a wide oval that you could build a dope track in the it's, infield. Yeah, and I it mean, goes that goes in and outside.
0: Dude, Indianapolis has a dope track on the inside. The in, the infield of Indianapolis Motor Speedway is insane. Yeah,
1: you know what? I'm gonna say this live on the pod for all y'all. Yep. Fuck Florida. Take that shit back to the brickyard where it's supposed to be. If you're okay. gonna have, if you want to have three fucking US races, potentially four, four, give India a race. Yeah, for God's sakes. I am like so fucked up. Keep, yeah, Marty I mean, up, John. no, I mean, they're just Indianapolis putting. Indianapolis is but, a fucking motorsports town, dude. dude. Yeah,
0: they're putting it in what they think are like. Big hotspots where they could throw a big party. They're like, they're thinking entertainment wise, not sporting fandom wise,
1: which is fucking annoying. Stop using my fucking sport to promote TikTok videos. I'm fucking sick of it.
0: Yes. Thank you, Nick. Preach, dude. <laughs> dude, it's getting embarrassing. We're talking about this. I mean, we already, we, we're not going to get into the game, the fucking Formula One movie. They're just using our sport for entertainment, bro. They're making it a shit show. They're making it a spectacle.
1: That's not what the village gives a fuck about.
0: No. Um, I got a crazy little uh, fan question slash facto for you.
1: Okay. Oh, we got fan question. Do we have any more or is it just one
0: today? Uh, just one right now. Um, I can check again, though. I checked before the pod, but nothing yet. But this is a great little – this is a question for you. Who's having a better Formula 1 season, Pierre Gasly or Lando Norris?
1: Who's having a better season?
0: Yeah, tell me right now. Who's having a better season, Lando or Gasly? Pierre Gasly? wrong really lando is p9 in the world championship with 10 points and pierre Gasly is p10 with eight points i don't know how the fuck that happened <laughs> <laughs> because when i saw this question online i'm like it's obviously pierre Gasly. he's like p10 every race like there's and then i look at the world and the the question says look at the world drivers championship lol and i'm like okay so i just look at it i'm like what the
1: f- How the fuck <laughs> who's that this question happen? from
0: What's who's, that? That question from? who's that question from <laughs> so that question is from stefan in great britain
1: so well, stefan fucking props for you for looking at that's some <laughs> doing some research finding
0: some detailed facts i was shocked when i saw that i looked it up and i was
1: like when the fuck did that happen like mm-hmm. when did lando score 10 points to be honest, though, like eight, nine, and 10, we really haven't been paying that much attention to. I, dude,
0: I was expecting Lander to be P19 in their girl. Like, I mean, they, I know they don't list everyone from like 10 down because they're all at zero, but I was expecting it. him and Piastri to be 18, 19, Logan Sargent 20. Like, I don't know why the FIA would qualify like just put him at the last race results. I don't know. But that was, just, that was a shocking factoid from Stefan.
1: Who's having a better season? Kevin Magnussen?
0: Ooh is a good is a good game
1: or oscar piastri
0: oh shit i have to say kmag oscar no fucking shot <laughs> dude didn't K Mag get like fourth already this year
1: how many what are what are the points give me some numbers so oscar piastri has four world championship points and kmag has two dude stop it <laughs> this is a fun game. This is
0: crazy <laughs> town. So wow. Okay. That's exciting. Who's leading? Max Who's Verstappen, leading? Or, Max Verstappen. Or, or Sergio Perez? <laughs> this would actually close, is, this might actually stay to be a fun game between those two because how much is Max winning by? Because he was only leading by six, right? He's now winning by 32. 32.
1: I'm doing quick maps. Hold on. Hey, just give me some maths. He's got 119 points, and Sergio has 105 points.
0: Dude, he's only 14 ahead. Yeah, dude, our, so we still got ourselves a championship because Max is gonna bend the car at some point. He's gonna he's gonna spin it at some point. Not spin. He's gonna crash it at some point into somebody else out of spite or anger. Um, dude, we still have ourselves a championship. We're, what five five races in? This is lap five. Yeah. Five races in the season. Checo has two wins.
1: Max has three.
0: Is that right? Is yeah. my math is my maths right?
1: No, your math's right.
0: <laughs> All right, sweet.
1: Um, so yeah, we're still we're still on for a great year. Um And it's so fucking awesome to see Fernando at number three. Uh, dude,
0: how does he has 15 points in every single race? I don't know how, because he got fourteen points in one race, but he got the fucking fastest laps. So we got another point. He's literally gotten 15 points in every single Grand Prix. So that's why I'm expecting Fernando to to contend for the world championships still, because we both said before the podcast, we expect the Red Bulls to come together at some point and that will cause two DNFs and Fernando will get the win at that point. I mean, he's the only one in contention. So Fernando will get the win. Big jump there. So I'm expecting Fernando. We're also expecting Fernando to get a win at some point, right? Nick, we said that before. Yeah, we are. I think I already said that. That's a hot take. So, um, Who do you think is number four?
1: I'm going to say George Russell. Dude, it's funny that you look at it and you're, it's like, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. (laughs) Who is it? Carlos Sainz. It's Sir Lewis. What?
0: Dude, how are these numbers adding up this year? Are we retarded or are we just not paying attention? Dude, every race he's in fucking 12th. What is happening?
1: (laughs) No, he's usually in fifth.
0: I know. I know. You're right. Just the last um, two races, he looked like dog shit.
1: You know, he, he... Hold on. Get my facts straight before I say something retarded again. Dude, this is... These are some
0: crazy numbers. Is he beating George Russell? Yes, he is. That's shocking to me. I thought for sure George, George Russell would have a better uh seat. I team. mean, he...
1: Lewis, despite starting 13th, finished 6th.
0: Yeah, he had himself a really good race. A very understated... I mean... The race pace on that we we want to talk about this a little bit. The race pace on the Mercedes looks a lot better than the qualifying pace.
1: Yeah, it's hold on one second.
0: Um, so I'll keep talking. So the qualifying Mercedes, I mean, they're on. They just don't look stable on like the on the like low fuel loads. The all like the the full out sprint for the qualifying, like take a hot lap. It, Lewis just does not look comfortable. He looks out of sorts. Uh, it's, the car's twitchy, but once you fill it with fuel and he gets into his groove, into 13, 14 laps into the race, he's, the car starts to soften up for him, it looks like, and he can put in a pretty solid race. Um, I want to talk about a little bit, too. There's some pretty good battles throughout this race that weren't just Max and Checo in the last eight laps, like K-Mag and LeClaire. They had themselves a great race. I mean, not i mean leclerc leclerc didn't have a great race over i mean no one had a great race but they had a great battle throughout the race it was like a 40
1: lap battle right nick oh yeah and uh it was real back and forth
0: yeah and i mean for like two laps at a time someone would leave and then they'd come back and then K. mag would come back and pass him again i do want to say the best the best pass of the of the race was max verstappen and k mag passing leclerc on the, oh, that was beautiful that was gangster bro I saw I wanted I wanted to rewind it mid-race so bad that was that was a legit pass. I don't know how they all pulled it up. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool shit. And that it was, was, I, Max was same- like, that was like lap 30 too. That's why ruined. like Max was getting into like sixth, seventh position he was starting to pass some people's his tires were getting getting grained in and that was that was like a three lap battle too between Leclerc and K mag that were wheel to wheel pretty much like back back and forth. It was that was was, that was good racing, I wanted to say.
1: It was funny because I was watching the race with a bunch of Ferrari fans live. I was texting
0: uh, with Haas fans live.
1: (laughs) And uh they were, you know, saying Max is overrated and stuff like that. And then as that happens, that's (laughs) right when that double overtake happened. I was like, What do you mean? He's a fucking superhero. Like (laughs) that was so gangster. (laughs) That was so gangster. It was the same um was like Mika Hakkinen where it was like I knew Schumacher was going to go left so I went right. Yep. And dude, somehow
0: like it looked like Max had fuck he had the he was he had took both their slipstreams and used like it was nuts. He flew by and I don't know, came at got past Leclerc in that moment too, right after Leclerc passed him like the corner before. So that was that was some really good racing, middle of the race too. And Dude, it, there was just clean racing all around. Even when Max passed Checo, he had to pass him on the outside, but they gave themselves enough space. I thought they're gonna have to. I thought they might come
1: together there, but it was I clean all the way around. I didn't think that there would be a an issue between those two. I thought they're gonna be on their behave, their best behavior today. That's probably fair since
0: since I thought since I probably they probably were on notice since they heard my hot take. That I found <laughs> out that they were cheating and they're letting Leclerc win races, so they probably heard that and like, oh, we better, we better take it easy. Sean's on our, Sean's on our trail. So that's probably
1: exactly what, well, yeah, Actually, that that is yeah. what happened. That checks that out. Is what
0: happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I got for the Miami Grand Prix. It was a really good race. It was exciting. Track's really cool. Um, Track kind of reminds me of Sochi. A little bit. I don't know if you noticed this about the tracks in U- the United States. If you look at Coda from the sky, like if you look at the trap map, you know what it looks like, Nick.
1: I looks like know what it looks like, but I'm blanking. What? It looks like a gun. Looks like a rifle. <laughs> you know what?
0: You know what the Florida? You know what the Florida race looks like from the sky? A gun? Looks like an alligator. You know what the Vegas track looks like from the sky? It looks like a pig.
1: Money, <laughs>
0: bro. Is that is that for real or not? I'll, dude, look. I'll have to send you the picture. I'm... It is shocking, Nick. It well, is rocking. Like, like Monza looks like a gun. No, dude, it's crazy. I'll do. Let me show you live on the pod.
1: It's funny. I've seen Coda from the air. I don't know how many times. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> oh, dude, where the hell is it? Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to find it and send it to you because it's not gonna. Do you not have it behind you? No, it's not because these are all old tracks. I don't have any really. I don't have new tracks. No, but you have coda. I don't think I do. Let me look. Uh <laughs> I don't think I do. All right, so look, here's coda. Didn't. Here's coda. See? Kinda looks like a rifle. The buttstock on this on this side. Okay. That's, mm,
1: I think that's a stretch, bro.
0: That one's that one's the biggest stretch, okay? Now let me show you. Miami's
1: gonna freak you out.
0: That's a motherfucking alligator.
1: Yeah, that was on purpose.
0: That's a motherfucking alligator.
1: <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable.
0: It's upside down, though. This is the actual track. But if you flip it, that's a fucking alligator. Freaky, right? That was on purpose. Okay, that one's legit. And then let me show you the Vegas one. And the guests listening to this, I know you probably want to just stab your ears out trying to listen to me find the track layouts, but just look them up for yourselves because it's freaky. And then look at this motherfucker upside down just a track you flip it that's a fucking pig that's <laughs> a it. headless
1: pig
0: i know this is this is the ass right here on this side uh, yeah. but dude i mean what are, this is it's getting at they must have done this on purpose bro that's <laughs> crazy town
1: <laughs> i don't think koda was on purpose but the other it,
0: two it just dude. also someone like put like a layout like next to like it. it's pretty creepy
1: koda uh, actually was a really well-known track designer and he took a lot of elements from Silverstone. Who do you know who designed it? I don't know. I don't know I can't think of his name.
0: My quick Google did not work. <laughs> um what were we talking about before that? Um I don't even fucking remember, Nick. Let's just move it on. Uh what do we got next? What's the next race?
1: Well no, next race? It's, it's you know, uh it's, you know what it's not you,
0: announce it. you know what you oh. know what, you know what race it's not Nick it's not Qatar All <laughs> fucking week I check my phone I check my ESPN app and I see the Qatar Airways Grand Prix and you know what that makes me think Nick it's the fucking Qatar Grand Prix but it's not <laughs> In fact it's Imola <laughs> one of the most famous tracks in the fucking world is now sponsored by the Qatar Airways by fucking uh by Emirates dude what are we no, I'm it's so ma- it's I mean I mean, I'm excited because we get to watch Imola, but the whole the last three days, bro, I was like, oh, we got Qatar next week. I all my notes for this fucking podcast. We got Qatar Airways next next week. (laughs) I am so hurt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny to me. I am for it. (laughs) Bad for the brand, bro. (laughs) What am I doing? It's I'm just surprised, like, you know, why didn't Italian carrier sponsor it? Exactly. Not a single Italian
0: company just stepped up. Or not, not fucking Ferrari. It's named the Ferrari Autodrome. Why couldn't Ferrari buy it? And like, oh, dude, it's tough. So we got that coming up next, next weekend. It's not this weekend, next weekend. So we got, we got a weekend off. But I think after that, we have five of this. Or we might be in the stretch of five of six weekends in a row, Nick.
1: I think it's three in a row and then another break.
0: Yeah, so we got Monaco after that. And then the Spanish Grand Prix. Oh, we got some good ones, dude and then we have a week off and then canada austrian and then silverstone and then and then oh my god espn and then the qatar airways hungarian grand prix and then <laughs> and then later on in the season nick the qatar airways qatar grand prix i'm so mad <laughs>
1: right now oh my god how did they do this <laughs> what is happening bro dude fuck yeah qatar airways Dude, they're just buying everything. Dude, they're so good at sports washing. It's crazy. <laughs> it they're crazy. so good at sports sponsoring. <laughs> it is crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You have a hot take on Qatar, don't you? On Qatar Airways, specifically Qatar Airways.
1: It's not just Qatar Airways. It's
0: think Singapore Airways
1: did it. Airlines did it. Uh, <laughs> Emirates definitely did it. But I like how they do their flyover and their fucking wide body that is pretty gangster and so i'm about it cuz my biggest problem with the fucking us races is they're not doing flybys
0: yeah they're not doing flyovers which is shocking we, shocking
1: the, the us grand prix normally has the coolest fucking flyby
0: yeah they have like fucking thunderbirds doing red white and blue smoke behind them and a fucking b2 hovering over them with their shadow it's it's usually the coolest <laughs> shit ever dude at fucking yeah, and like at three the 500 Dude, at the Daytona 500, they dropped off the Camaro, the pit car, in an Apache or something, or in a Chinook, and then took (laughs) off and had, like, F-16s taken off in a full vertical above it. It was insane. Like, I can't believe they don't do
1: it for the Formula One races, which is a bigger spectacle it's it's and you know what it is it's it's formula 1s trying to do that net zero so they said hey everybody oh
0: stop it stop
1: bringing fighter jets to the race car oh, race god
0: i'm so mad even more and that. here's
1: the bullshit part of it is for every country that uses their military jets to do it yeah those are hours for required training that are going to be flown anyway yeah the, they're burning – got to burn the gas to keep those pilots current no matter what. Dude, at, so, in Colorado, we get
0: flyovers all the fucking time because the Air Force Academy is out here. So literally, if there's like a fucking
1: state soccer game at Invesco Field, fuck it, flyover, boys. Let's do it today. Like, it's insane. You're getting – the Jets, you guys are getting our guard units out of Buckley. Yeah, I mean, but still, it's yeah. cool. Like, dude,
0: every single event in Colorado gets a flyover because there's because we got the Airports Academy, because you're right on, because they need the training hours. They're gonna fly them anyway.
1: So people are like, fuck it, fly over our stadium. And it's cool for the guy, you know, it's cool for the pilots.
0: It's cool for the it's I guarantee it's the coolest shit ever for the pilots. And it's cool for the fans. Like F1 is all about the spectacle. You're trying to make the F1 drivers walk out to theme music in the Miami Dolphins stadium, like they're fucking NFL players, like it's Tom Brady out there. And, but you won't have fighter jets to fly over and make people happy. Come on,
1: fighter jets make people happy, bro. That's what they do. Yeah. Nobody doesn't like fighter jets. If you don't like fighter jets, you're fucking lying.
0: Yeah, exactly. Dude, we had fighter jets. (laughs) We had
1: fighter jets. We have fighter jets fly over my golf course
0: all the time. We had four the other day. It was, or we had three jets, (laughs) a P-58 or a P-40 Mustang or something. We had a prop plane, an F-16, an F an F-18, and an F22. So that was gangster. Don't say P40 was it, it looked like a P40. But it, it, it <laughs> makes say, everybody not, stop it makes everybody be. stop their job and look up. Makes every single golfer like, who fucking cares about golf right now? Let's look at these cool fighters just flying by. And oh we had an F7 to fly by today, which was awesome. Just a single F-7. That was cool. My boss, my trainer who was in the Marines, he stops and goes. Yeah, I think his ass kicked by the MiGs in Vietnam. I was like, that's a shame. <laughs> but fighter jets just, just make people happy, bro. That's what they do. Like, bring them to F1. They're not going to do it in Vegas because it's a fucking night, so there's one. There's All of them are gone in the U.S. What a shame.
1: What, what F7 are you talking about? That's what he
0: said it was. He said it was an F7.
1: Like an F7F?
0: Potentially. Let me just look up a picture real quick. F7.
1: Tiger
0: cat? Uh, I don't think it was a tiger. I was definitely not, uh, definitely not a tiger cat.
1: Was it an A seven, Sean? You need to get better at identifying your airplanes,
0: dude. It wasn't my fault this time. It was my
1: fucking boss.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'll figure it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, yeah, bring fighter just to F one races. That's all we're saying. Um, but at Imola, uh, what do we got to get ready for at Imola, dude?
1: Um, I don't know. Let's see we'll see what Qatar Airways paid for. Um
0: we'll dude, see maybe they'll have a fucking F seven forty seven flyover, that'd be cool. <laughs> they usually use the A three
1: eighties, which are really fucking cool airplanes. Yeah, dude. They
0: can dude, that's what they use for
1: uh, don't they use those for the um what's it called? The firefighting planes I heard too? No, that's the the one that we have in Colorado is the only one in the world that's the only uh that's a seven four seven super tanker. Oh it can lay a twelve mile long fire line.
0: That's ridiculous, bro. In that's 30 actually, seconds. That's, that's <laughs> actually ridiculous. You have, you have any idea how much water? That's a lot
1: of agua, bro, or a lot of foam. Dude, it, it, I can't imagine how heavy it is, and then how much the weight and
0: balance of that thing changes. Oh, dude, that's just great. That's the craziest thing for me when they drop the load. Like how much the the plane changes in that thirty seconds is out
1: is ridiculous. I just imagine you're fucking on the auto trim and that thing just full nose down when you when you're full and then yeah. after dropping, you're just fucking trim down
0: trim down trim down <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it must be it must be those pilots
1: are gangsters bro i'll give them that way they are legit i've seen them, One of
0: them into mountain ranges that you've never fucking be- you'd never fucking believe
1: yeah, flying below the terrain—it's insane.
0: You're flying below the mountain range, and then have it, then dumping the load, getting light enough to fucking fly back up. So if you don't dump, you're gonna fucking crash into the side of a mountain. It's insane. So the cool thing about that—we uh, are way off topic, but that's all right. No, we're still on we're in motorsport. We're still on motorsport. We'll talk. We'll go back to like the racing plans that we're gonna go see this year, and mm-hmm. then we'll get back into F1. We'll get there. We'll circle back.
1: <laughs> so the state of Colorado owns that uh, super tanker. Yeah. And because it's the only one in the world, and you know Colorado's not on fire all the time. Um, not all the time. It gets sent out all over the world. That's gang. That's really cool. So if you like, there's pictures of it like fighting that big bushfire in Australia.
0: Yeah, I do know. I do know it got
1: sent to Australia when
0: that massive, it, like, when, it, half, when half of Australia was on fire.
1: It was down there. Was that big fire in the Amazon where it went down to Peru and and helped that's fight cool, that? Bro. So that's it's funny. a real cool mission. What those guys are doing, it's cool yeah, to see. Yeah, That's
0: cool as hell. You should do it. You should yeah. be one of those pilots.
1: See, jets are fucking cool. Stop Any kind of them out of doesn't matter what kind of fucking jet it is. If it's a jet, it's cool, bro. I, you know, I'm a pilot. I think anything with wings is cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Except birds. Fuck birds. Birds aren't real. Yeah, birds aren't.
0: Real. That's my. That's the village tape. Birds aren't real. <laughs> you ever seen a baby? Have you ever seen a baby pigeon in your fucking life? I've never seen one. Not once. I lived in New York. There's no fucking baby pigeons. They're re, They're they're all fake. Every one of them. That's a hot take. I heard take some right
1: scientists try and explain that to me one time. That's a
0: hot take right there, bro. If anyone wants to tell you birds are real, tell them, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? And they'll say,
1: <laughs> actually, no, I fucking haven't. It.
0: It's because they're all cameras, bro. Every one of them. Fuck. All right, back to F1. I almost hit a bald eagle the
1: other day. <laughs> oh, stop, bro. That's not allowed. That's not allowed in the United States. I, well, <laughs> that's, yeah, this that's is a like, felony, a, one thing I thought, you know, <laughs> we, were, we were climbing out of probably seven, 8,000 feet. So, fuck yeah. That's so gangster. And this thing, I thought—I mean, it was so big. I thought we got mid-aired by another airplane. When I first saw it out of the corner of my eye, Yeah, I probably. was like, that's it. This yeah, is how it there is, we man. go. Podcast <laughs> is over. Better, better get this on camera for Sean to get some numbies. <laughs> and and it gets closer. And I'm just like, the I literally, it? I usually, you know, when I'm flying, strictly, I usually don't intervene. Mm-hmm. But I literally grab the stick to avoid <laughs> And usually you don't avoid birds; you just fly through them. Yeah, that's
0: a big bird. Um, but I
1: it's thought a... it was a plane. Still,
0: it's insane.
1: <laughs> so I, I, I yanked the yoke <laughs> to the right, and he probably passes maybe four feet <laughs> under the wing. You can see the, like the the wake from our wing hits him because his feathers <laughs> kind of throw him off. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But he also kind of turned and looked at us. Yeah, he's probably like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing up here, dog? I told my student, I was like, they were like, because, well, you know, I grabbed the sticks. So i was like, what did I do? And I was like, that was a fucking bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so good, dude. Oh, then We tried shit. to chase it
1: and get a picture, but we couldn't find it again.
0: You tried to chase a bald eagle? That's gangster,
1: bro. That's cool, though. <laughs> that's, that's cool. <laughs> We could not because find- we were so much faster than it. So it like you know. Yeah, dude,
0: that's what, that's what I was thinking when I saw the P forty flying with two or three fighter jets. I was like, bro, the P forty must be full throttle, and these jets just must be like at idle. Like, come on, bro, we're just sticking. With no, that's what
1: you would think with the those War- oh, World War II warbirds. I
0: think, yeah, they can go like five hundred miles an hour. They're
1: fast as shit. Yeah, they can cruise pretty fucking shit. fast.
0: Yeah. Speaking of World War II plan, I got a fucking. Oh, a cleaning cloth is a fucking look at this thing. That's neat. Oh, that's, that's a P40. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> I don't think it was P40. It must have been P58. A P, you don't
1: a P58. What is
0: a P58? Yeah, P58 Mustang.
1: The P51. Oh,
0: P51. I'm I'm fucking drunk. It didn't.
1: It looks more like a P40 from the video you sent me, but it was hard to tell because it was a Snapchat video. So yeah, whatever.
0: it's yeah, it's very hard to see. <laughs> And I was like pointing at the sun for half the time. (laughs) Uh, What else we got? So we're talking about Imola a little bit. Um, Not much. I mean, we're just getting excited. What time is it? It's going to be at fucking 7 a.m. May 21st. May 21st. I am working this weekend. So I'll be off next weekend. Get you some. Let's go. So I will be watching the race live. Um, I
1: don't know if I'm going to be watching the race live.
0: Yeah, Nick's always up in the air. Literally and figuratively, that was. <laughs> but that, that, was was great, that was a great that dad was a great <laughs> dad joke, great pun. I'm, I'm paying my hat on that one. <laughs> um, Max Verstappen won last year. Obviously, uh, do we expect him to win again this year, Nick? Yeah, yes, we do. Um, <laughs> bet on him if he's plus money. Uh, oh, let me talk about my bets. My fucking weekend. I had a great weekend, dude. I won like almost eleven hundred dollars. I won six hundred dollars off Max Verstappen. I won five hundred dollars off my one of my very good friends from colorado he won his first pga tour event wyndham clark uh so congratulations to him and me but mostly to him he won 3.6 million dollars so a little bit more than me um but hopefully since uh, he's one of my buddies we're gonna get him as a guest on the pod sometime i know he watches racing um so having a pga tour player winner on uh, as a guest would be fun so if you guys want um an actual guest on the pod let us know um but I had I was in eleven hundred dollars, and then I, I had a, I lost like hundred bucks on the Nuggets because we fucking choked our asses off. So that's another thing. We still have one Denver sports team that is going for a championship. So me and Nick are still focusing on that. We have lost, but Nuggets are still in it.
1: Yes, baby. I got a live fan question on the pod.
0: Oh, live fan question! Hit me, Tube sock.
1: This is from Jason in Austin, Texas. Uh, local boy.
0: Okay.
1: He says, he asks, if you put Nicholas Latifi in Max Verstappen's Red Bull, could he be a world champion?
0: Latifi.
1: Ah, oh. Fuck. I guess the question there is more, is it more about Max Verstappen's skill or the fact that he has an incredible car?
0: I think it's a little bit of both right now, honestly, because Max is legit. Not gonna deny that.
1: Max is Max is a fucking superhero. Uh that
0: car is also a weapon. A fucking weapon. Like if I got in that, I might be able to like place.
1: I think if you put Latifi in that car, he could get P3.
0: Yeah, he could podium.
1: But I would expect expect him to be about a
0: half second. Like uh probably not a half second, I'd probably say a couple tenths behind Max Lap in that same car. Um, which would put him on the same pace as Checo around the same he, he'd he would be would he be the same pace as Checo, you think? No. He's not he'd as fast like, as
1: Checo in that card. There's no way.
0: No. Yeah, so he'd probably be P3, P4. Yeah, because then Checo would be dominating. We'd have we'd have Fernando, maybe Lewis would have a little bit more of a shot, and then, and then Charles Leclerc. Damn, would that be a fun fucking season? Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that, Max. Yeah. T- sit out a
1: season, and put a TV in your car. That'd make for so much more exciting Formula One season, bro. That's, that, that should be a, a fucking. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. Is like the guy who's just totally dominant. Just you know, the guy He's who's like to has to switch places. With the lowest driver.
0: That's great.
1: That actually. So next you
0: know, year we'll have Logan Sargent in the Red Bull. In the Red Bull. That And then Lewis back and Max in the fucking, in the Williams. Wow. Would that be fun, Nick? Wow. It's almost like the lottery, like the draft lottery in hockey. Like if you're on the best college team, you just go to the worst team in the NHL. It just sucks to be you, but now you just get, have to make that team better. And then the t- the better team usually lose loses players because they fucking get max contrast somewhere else, dude. This <laughs> we need to do this, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid.
1: It never happens. Dude, this that actually that also, to think about.
0: That also does remind me. I did have another fan question. This one's from Nick here in Colorado. Um, this is one of my buddies. I was watching as we're watching this. We watched qualifying and the race. We were thinking like, hey, man, how do we make this more exciting?" And he goes, and he brings up the fact. He says, "Why don't we do a reverse grid?" So what do you mean? He says, do qualifying and flip it for the grid. So whoever's on pole has to start P20, and whoever's p P20 has to start on pole. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, we'd actually have an insane race. Because like, I guarantee you, Max could still get to Logan Sargent. Stop. Sarge.
1: I'm calling you off, Sean. This Dude. has been this has been brought up by like people who are like not hardcore fans a lot. No, we're we're thinking how to make the race more exciting. And that would do it. Because do you yeah, think but, Max like, Verstappen like they, the Formula One's actually like because uh F two does it. Do they really? They'll do a revert because they do two races on a weekend. Okay. So they, they have their sprint in their um qual or right. in their fucking Grand Prix. Right. They'll reverse the grid for the sprint race.
0: See, I think Max Verstappen could still win from P twenty with Logan Stargent starting P one.
1: F one will never do it, and it's. Dumb. I know they
0: won't. I know they won't. But I'm saying for, for entertainment purposes, do you think Max could win from twentieth? I think he easily could. Uh, he easily could. I mean, he, like if we if, think if we reverse the like, it would make for the way the way the grid is set up now with so, with Red Bull dominating so much. That's what that's yeah. the only reason that it would be that would make it exciting. But it would fuck everyone else. Like in a normal F one season where everyone's so tight, so close together when qualifying is within nine tenths across p1 and p20 it would never work it would, it would just fuck everything up but for for like this year like fuck it start throw max and Checo in 19 and 20 and see what happens
1: it'd be fun as hell yeah, but then then what you're gonna do is if you're red bull you're gonna go out to qualifying and say hey if we qualify first we're gonna be starting from last so i'm gonna fill that fucking gas tank with lead yeah see that's the thing that's fucking running on a low power setting See, that's why you
0: can't tell them until after you do qualify. You do qualify, and then you just drop it on. Hey, guys, we're flipping the grid. And everyone's like, oh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Logan's
1: like, let's go. Come on. i he
0: be one. And Max and Check are like, fucking idiot. We're still going to pass you, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's what would have to happen. We'd have to tell them. After Max would be like, give me, give me till lap 17. <laughs> yeah, dude, who is it? Fernando would be like, "Yeah, hey, you probably got me by lap 23 again. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said lap 15 and 15, lap 15, 15 he pulls yeah. up right on
1: his bumper. And he
0: did, he did it right on lap 15 too. I don't know if Max did, he definitely held back and he probably could have done him on lap 10. He's like, oh fuck, I'm going to pass my lap 15. Dude, That'd I think
1: be- Fernando, if he retires, I mean, I'm sure he'll want to get away from the sport for a while, but he would be a great fucking race engineer, bro.
0: Yeah, he would. Yeah, he knows. He knows strategy very well, dude. Uh, well, just going back, flipping back to that freaking Fernando. He is, uh, dude. He's watching. Dude, he's watching the race, telling. He wants to know. He's like, "Hey, what, uh, what position Lance is? Oh, he's P 13 I will tell him that was a good pass into turn one. He's like, are like, what the fuck? How, how the fuck did you know that?"
1: Yeah, well, I'm watching did, the TV you know, as I'm racing. I'm P three. He no did no say no to jail. himself that. Uh, uh. He was pretty lonely out there. I mean, the, the, the rebels disappeared,
0: dude. When he said that, I felt bad. For him. I was like, "Oh,
1: Fernando!" It's like, <laughs> the disappeared into the sunset, and they, he, did. they just gone." And the Ferraris weren't even he was, really I mean, there he was, either. He was leading his own race out there. <laughs> he was having a grand old time, and some of those screens in Miami really do face the track. So. Oh
0: my god, they're they're insane! Dude, I thought Mexico was bad, dude. Mexico were in that little tight turn in like the little stadium area. They have that one giant screen that's literally behind. It's behind the stadium. And it's just facing the track. I think it's just for the drivers.
1: I love that. That's the stadium section one of my favorite. Oh, it's, sections. it's so
0: cool. Yeah, but I was like, that's the biggest TV I've ever seen, and it's
1: facing the drivers. Have you seen our new TV that we're getting at a Mile High?
0: I haven't. I haven't driven past it yet, but I know it's fucking massive. Yeah, dude.
1: We're
0: trying to compete with old Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, old Jerry World over there. We're not going to build a whole new. We got all that Walmart money. We don't want to build a new stadium, but we'll put a nine thousand foot TV inside of it. Dude, they took down Brutus. They had to take down Brutus. It's going to be so big. Really? Yeah. The very anatomically correct horse that sits on top of Denver Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: all I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they should do? What? They could replace Brutus with that fucking scary-ass horse from DIA.
0: Oh, yeah. That'd be sick, actually. That'd be really cool on top of the stadium. That'd be way cooler. Yeah, we have possessed horse outside of our uh, out of our airport in Denver. It's a uh, oh fuck. Its name is I don't know if you knew this. The name is Lucifer. Is the name of that horse? Yeah, Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer. And it killed it killed its owner or creator. It's a giant, like literally a forty foot tall steel horse. And the guy was welding it together, the final section, and it collapsed and fell on top of him and killed him. So his son had to finish building it, and they still put it up at, at DIA. It's got you know what's crazy as
1: She's got glowing red eyes. It's bright blue. It's creepy as fuck, dude. <laughs> so there's a word for it. What what the the, the folklore is behind it? Possessed? <laughs> no, it's but it's a it's a good possession. It's like <laughs> it's so evil that as long as it's protecting Col- the Denver airport, nothing more evil than it will come in. Okay, that's cool. I, I, I that, that checks out. There, there, but there's a word, a really cool word for that. My ex hippie girlfriend she knew it <laughs> uh. uh yeah i don't know we gotta
0: put that back on mile high we gotta put that on mile high it'd be way cooler um but yeah oh, we gotta make, cool. yeah so fucking imla next week um i got nothing else dude what do you got you got anything else to throw
1: at the pod oh uh, man i don't know i mean buckle in for imla but imla's pretty usually pretty good right Yeah, it's kind of in a rainy part of Italy, so the weather can change pretty fast this time of year. Yeah, that's that's where Lando should
0: have had his first win, right?
1: No, that was in
0: Sochi. Oh, okay. I thought that was in La. All right, well Lando's out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I unless unless it rains. Lando's a really good rain driver. We all expected rain in Miami, but we didn't get shit. We just got a whole bunch of wind.
1: The funny thing is that they're like, it's getting gusty. And I was looking at the the weather data from Miami and I was like, it's three knots. Yeah, it was much. (laughs) But I guess it was just at some bad
0: corners, probably getting pretty gusty. I think it got up to like 16 at one point in life where Czechos spun. Or Charles. Chuck. What's his name? Chuck.
1: (laughs) Chuck LeClaire.
0: Chuck LeClaire, bro. Uh, I got to go back
1: and rewatch the Sky Sports broadcast just to make my head. You know chill. what I noticed about the fucking Sky Sports broadcast? But this is not the last thing I'm going to say about this because it pissed me off. But <laughs> the U.S. broadcast made the middle of the race feel very boring. Okay. They weren't it's... really focusing on battles. They weren't. What you realize is how good the fucking. And I, and yeah, I know everyone gives it shit, but the Sky Sports broadcast is really good. Uh, yeah,
0: when you watch another one, it's probably everyone that wasn't in the United States probably got to see the Sky Sports broadcast. So, and we usually get to Sky Sports here too. And this one was, I mean, I texted Nick before the race. I was like, "Get ready for a bad one, dude, because we're just gonna have we're gonna have commentators that like at the end of the race we had Danica Patrick interviewing drivers. She didn't know shit, dude. She didn't. I'll, I. She's a racer. She's a NASCAR driver. She's a she's raced IndyCar, bro. She didn't know fucking anything." She's got some serious traps, bro. Dude, she's got she could kick the shit out of me and I'd let her too. Woo. Yeah, bad. <laughs> I whoo I'll woo. so but I mean doesn't matter if you're a swimsuit model or not, bro. She didn't know anything about Formula One. <laughs> Nothing. She didn't know how to pronounce the drivers' names, bro. It wasn't as bad as Chuck Leclerc. But she said like Charlie LeClaire. I was like, what are we doing here? I still sometimes fuck up Charles. <laughs> That's it. Well, you have to decide if it's Char if it's Charles. Or Charles, you just have to. Your brain has to decide before you say words. It, that's the only thing I did for the first like three years, and I'm like, finally, I'm just gonna call him Charles because people have asked him himself, like, is it Charles or is it Charles? He's like, ah, it's both, and it's like, you fucker, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> it's like whatever you want to say,
1: just don't yeah. call
0: me Chuck again. <laughs> yeah, call you, just don't call me Chuck,
1: asshole. <laughs> Like, I told you, wasn't you? I was like, I'm gonna start calling him Chaz.
0: <laughs> Chaz, yeah, that's about as American as it can get. Chuck to Ch- Charles to Charles to Chuck to Chaz. Fuck it, Called Chaz <laughs>
1: out there. Oh, Charles, I kind of like him. You know yeah. who I? Oh, you know who I decided I'm a big fan of?
0: Oh, uh, you did tell me this. Lance Stroll. Me. Lance Stroll's kind
1: of turning out to be my boy. You kind of like him now, huh? Give me, give me your reasoning behind this. People on the I like he's how he's shocked, an bro. introvert, number one. So okay. I relate with that. Yeah. So he doesn't really like to talk to the media. True. Uh, he kind of, which makes him, apparently to some people who work in F1, makes him seem like he's standoffish. But he's really not. He just doesn't really want to talk. Yeah. Um, Number two, I think he's finally come to the realization that he's not the That's greatest thing to ever happen to racing. That's the big one. That's the big one. And he, and he's out. just realized that he's got this great opportunity to drive with one of the greatest drivers of all time, and he's going to shut the fuck up and just be an amazing teammate.
0: He didn't do that with Seb.
1: He didn't do that with
0: Seb. He knew he fucked up.
1: He knew he fucked up. And that, and I think him and Fernando get along really
0: well. Yeah, that's true. I think they do too. I mean, Fernando's—he's turned a corner in his life, bro. Fernando's the greatest <laughs> right now. He's so great.
1: He's I the most fucking. I wonder if, if Aston Martin set him down and was like, look, Fernando, we know you're a prickly old fuck, but
0: I know you're like a cactus, but fucking stop.
1: <laughs> we need you. You realize you're re- you're replacing one of the most likable humans in sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> that seven lands to not get along because Seb gets along with fucking everyone.
1: Yeah. Seb's <laughs> Seb's a goat. For real. <laughs> yeah. you need to be a little bit more likable. We'll give you a good car. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think they probably said
0: the same thing to to Lance. They're like, dude, you got to stop being such a dick. You got to, you got to stop being such a little prick. Like we get, we get that your dad owns the thing. Like just, just be the driver that you are. And I think he's humbled up. Like he's, he's grown up as a driver, dude.
1: He just goes out and competes, man. And I gained a lot of respect for him. A lot of respect for him when he
0: broke both of his wrists. And still raced. Yeah. That was gangster.
1: Like I mean, eight honestly, days later, if he would have not raced, I would have understood.
0: Yeah, he was like, he was like eight days later, bro. That's I, like a I hockey. Mo- that's a hockey move right there, dog.
1: And all the other drivers are like, dude, Lance's a fucking bad motherfucker for getting it here, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a play. That's a playoff hockey maneuver, dude. You don't break your wrist and go out in any other sport except hockey and play eight days later, but Lance did, and that's impressive to us.
1: Yeah, we we respect that.
0: We we respect toughness, dude. Whereas we see a lot of bitchiness in American sports. We respect toughness. Lance's yeah, got yeah.
1: it. Lance's got it, man. Lance is a good guy. Lance is good people. Heck yeah. Um, more stroll sponsor our podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> we get that
0: Aston Martin sponsorship baby? Fucking <laughs> sell it. Nick. sell it Keep selling.
1: <laughs> you guys are going to come back next week and we're going to have like all this yeah. nice new facilities. Yeah, new the studio. whole the
0: whole back, the whole back wall of my podcast room is just going to be green. It's like
1: Hmm, something
0: happened on the Village 8 podcast. We're going to change our logo <laughs> and everything, bro. It's going to be fantastic, guys. We're going to be wearing Everybody. Aston Martin fucking
1: full racing. Full track
0: suits. I'm, I'm going to look like Lance Stroll out here. Give me his race suit. I'll put his helmet, his helmet right here. It's going to be green next week. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. On that note, dude, I think that pretty much wraps up the Miami Grand Prix. I got nothing else on my notes. I think we did a pretty good job re- re- recapping the debauchery of U.S commentating on our sport Uh, but it was a really good race really good qualifying i'm excited for the next one you got anything else
1: i like the positivity we had this podcast
0: it was great yeah we were we didn't shit on anyone really I feel like we hyped everybody up. Yeah, dude, it was, a good, it was a good weekend. We didn't have anything to shit on except for or, except for Logan Sergeant twentieth. I mean, that's all right, we gave him a little shit. We gave him a little shit. <laughs> classic, you, classic Village baby. There's
1: <laughs> not well, a but I feel like we hyped everybody up. Yeah, we hyped him up at the end. Though he did, he had, a, he looked good. He looked real good because he didn't crash. Yeah, when he, he in the race. 16- Finish the race. We're good. Yeah, nobody DNF. Did you notice that? They didn't retire a single car?
0: Yeah, no, it was great. It was a clean 20, 20, 20 cars started, 20 races, 20 cars finished. It was great. Even though
1: Lewis was asking to retire the car at like lap seven.
0: Was he really? I didn't hear that.
1: Yeah, he's like, this car's not going to make it to the end, guys. Damn <laughs> they're living. like, do you mean the tire? He's like, no, the car. No, the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I definitely have to go rewatch the Sky Sports
0: broadcast because that sounds way more fun. Sounds like way more entertaining. Oh, dude, it was great. The Sky Sports
1: broadcast made it an exciting race.
0: All right, I'm going to go back. I'm definitely going to go back and re-watch that right now. So I got something to do for the rest of the night. Um, on that note, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, qualifying is sense. good. Expect, uh, expect us to do, we're starting to do a pretty solid schedule here. Monday, Tuesday after a race, we're going to do a podcast. So keep on the schedule and we'll keep sending those questions in and all that nonsense. And we'll see you next time. See?